Yes, uh, we're continuing on our conversation on the new book by Professor Victor Shi, book titled Coalitions of the Weak. So Victor, um, your book focused on authoritarian leaders uh, like Mao. I wonder when authoritarian leaders, particularly uh, in the case of Mao Zedong, uh, when they adopt the policy or strategy of um, coalitions of the weak, I wonder how much structural factor uh, or institutional factor and uh, contingency factor that, and, that is unexpected events would affect the adoption, the change, and indeed the success and failure of those strategies. Uh, yeah, thank you, Xiaobo, uh, for this excellent question. As I was beginning to say, um, so I think, you know, in terms of structure, I think of it in, in two ways. One is kind of institutions, institutional constraints uh, in the kind of traditional political science uh, understanding of it, formal institutions, maybe, you know, factional institutions. The other is sort of more game theoretical equilibria. There, there are just some equilibria that are inherently unstable. Uh, and that is another constraint on the behavior of dictators. In terms of institutions, as I was beginning to say, um, I think, you know, obviously there are institutions in the Chinese Communist Party. It is uh, typically known as one of the most institutionalized uh, authoritarian regimes out there. Nonetheless, because an enormous power, amount of power is entrusted in the hands of the Secretary General, uh, the Secretary General can choose to adhere to a lot of the existing norms and institutions or can also decide to break with these norms and institutions. Um, in a way, this is what Mao did. Uh, Mao broke away from this norm of power sharing uh, in the early 1950s and began to embark on a road toward uh, total dictatorship toward the end of his life. Uh, in the contemporary period, I think, you know, also the some, some would say Xi Jinping is doing something similar. Uh, you know, I think we don't have enough time here today to discuss this. Um, the other kind of uh, constraint institutional uh, kind of constraint, as I mentioned, is a kind of equilibria, stable equilibria. Uh, I would say that, um, you know, in the early 1960s, when Mao was choosing between, uh, Mao had a choice uh, to choose between being a total dictator and continue power sharing, and maybe even losing some power himself after the Great Leap Forward. Uh, but once he got rid of Liu Shaoqi in 1966 and the other elite in 1966 and 1967, um, when it was just him and Lin Biao, uh, a lot of the game theoretical models would predict that ultimately he and Lin Biao would get into some kind of clash uh, and that he really didn't have a lot of agency by that point, um, you know, to avoid, to try to avoid a clash uh, with Lin Biao. And he did try to, you know, avoid that clash as did John Lai and ultimately that failed. So I think it's, it's always a mix of, um, you know, institutional constraints and uh, also, uh, you know, contingency and, and personal decision. Very good. So the subtitle of your book is Chinese Elite Politics from Mao's Strategium to Rise of Xi Jinping. So I'd be interested in, the, in how, do you, how do we use uh, this, how can we sort of utilize your analysis, your, your findings to imply to more contemporary uh, uh, understanding of uh, 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 another authoritarian leader, maybe not to the extent of dictator yet, 
but certainly his rise is uh, uh, your 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 address his rise in the book. So talk a little bit about uh, how do we how do you look at uh, the rise of Xi Jinping and how of course he's been there already ten years in the position uh, as a leader and how would you look at his uh, his uh, leadership and then would the coalitions of this week will be adopted by him also? Yeah. So uh, thanks. You know, obviously. Uh, it's not exactly the same uh, today as in the late Mao period, but there, one can potentially draw some parallels. Uh, it looks like Xi Jinping would like to be uh, the leader of China for life. Um, but, you know, when, when you make that decision, uh, you run into several challenges. Uh, number one is ultimately, you know, the dictator's health and cognition are going to beginning to decline. Uh, this is just nature uh, for in the case of Xi Jinping may not happen today, but, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, it's going to happen. Uh, and then the other constraint, of course, is that, you know, you have potential challenges. And as my book argue, the safest course of action mm. is to replace weak figures around the dictator so that these people can never challenge the power of the dictator. Uh, the cost, again, is deinstitutionalization. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, China will have to grapple with. Uh, in the foreseeable future. Anyway, thank you very much for these questions today, Xiaobo. Thank you, Professor Shi. I think uh, uh, this is, I'm very much looking forward to reading it. And the book title is The Coalition of the Week, published by uh, University of Cambridge Press. And uh, thank you for spending time with us answering uh, my questions. Thank you, Victor. Thanks.